Conspiracy at Kresik, Season 2, Episode 6. We're in July 2018. I am Devin, the referee, and to my left, we have X playing Y. Mark playing Radu. Tyler playing Phineas. Kevin playing Asher. And Peter Jack Angus. That's right, gang. So, who would like to briefly recap what happened to y'all last session? Well, we came back to the village and then we decided, hey, let's go get some mushrooms. It went fine. Nothing bad ever happened. And then we reenacted the Evil Dead. Well, yeah, the demon finally caught up to us and uh, did not like our activities, so he tried to drag us off. We had to fight the forest. Oh yeah, and this was all to convince, you know, a holy church to actually fight the very thing that they like fighting. By getting mushrooms. Yes. This was the best plan ever, though it yeah. did work. And also, it wasn't to get the mushrooms, it was to prove to them that there was a genuine threat. I mean, it was just a very roundabout way to do it. But we were steered towards it by a quest for mushrooms, as if by a mysterious force. Yeah. And you were going to tell us the secret behind all of this, but then you didn't. Because you lived. Oh well. And all was forgotten. So, uh, you guys were leaving the village of Barovia when we last left off. Mm -hmm. You got through the fog just fine and are on the outskirts of the Ring of Death. You have to make your way all the way back to your home of Kresik, and presumably you might be on a ticking clock if the demon, uh, the presence, the shape, shows up. Mm. I'm guessing we don't have any caravan to join up this time, so we have to make our way on our own. It would have been impossible to check like present maps for locations of churches along the way where we could stay. Literally dozens of churches along the way where Steady. Okay, I'm gonna say that we only sleep in churches along the way back. Go as far as we can between those. That seems prudent. Yeah. Sure. Do you guys have any uh, things to carry you other than your own two feet? But Bartholomew. Bartholomew <laughs> carries uh, supplies and tools. He doesn't carry people. Uh, do they have horses here we could buy? Yeah, there are horses you could buy. Yeah, let's get horses. That's what uh, what kind of resources do you guys have? Not that much. You got one. One. I have that lot of cash, which I don't think I spent on anything. No. On our way here, we translated some of the... Uh, well, we translated the, the vampire jewel body parts into, the liquid, into liquid cash in case we needed to bribe or buy anything while we were in Barovia. And we, didn't have any, yeah. we didn't have any need to use that. Mm -hmm. Um, alright, do you guys have any haggling skills or mercantilism, Peter? What are you taking me for? I know okay. you're from Australia, so you probably stole everything. I right? think subterfuge or streetwise. That would be persuasion. what? Manipulation, persuasion? Whatever you want to use. Yeah, what skills do you got? I've got some manipulation, persuasion. I've got streetwise, persuasion. Which one's higher? Uh, persuasion. Yeah, alright, uh, this would probably be, uh, Persuasion, Manipulation, <coughs> uh, yeah, Manipulation, or Presence, if you think you could pull it off with Presence. Give us those horses. I am better at Manipulation than Presence. Asher is pretty pathetic looking. Perfect. So, those horses are an elf made in those who haunt you. So yeah, I am going to try to... There is a stable, mm -hmm. um... The stable has a woman running it. There are also a fair amount of Vistani that look like they also are part of this business in nebulous ways. And they're all kind of just hanging out. 
when you approach. They could spot a mark a mile away. <laughs> um, okay, thinking about this, how big are these horses actually? Like, taking a look at them, general size. They're horse sized. Could we like ride them two to a person and then have him galloping behind on Bartholomew? You could probably do them two to a person. Okay. Because I know we're in a rush, but I don't want to spend too much money. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to to ride the horses to death either. The more of a load we put on them, the slower they'll have to go. True, but also horses are expensive. You have animal kind, don't you? I do. I'm I'm dragging um, <coughs> Phineas along with me actually for this. Okay. Okay. Hey, take a look at the horses. See if there's anything wrong with them. <laughs> okay. I'll cautiously approach and inspect the horses. Kind of Some of the people kind of just move in front of you when you start to get near the, the merchandise. Okay. Well, so hey, we're uh, we're looking to buy some horses. Well, my friend is looking to buy some horses. We're wondering if we might be able to take a look. This here's my uh, horse expert. What kind of uh, funds do you have? We might be have to lead you over to the donkey stable. Depending. Uh, enough funds that we can be a bit choosy about where we go. Can you now? She looks around at the desolation around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can Fall wait. A, we can wait a, a town down the road or two. Certainly no big rush. <laughs> I figured we, you know, ease the uh, adventure a bit. The adventure. You're an adventurer sort, eh? Yeah, life's an adventure. You wouldn't have to be those exorcists from Kresik, would you? That uh, life or death mission for the ghost that's been going around town? Ain't heard nothing about it, no. I stopped nodding my head immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, certainly if that was such a thing, such a life or death scenario, some well-to-do person certainly wouldn't consider gouging prices. I mean, the further someone like that got away from this town, you know, the quicker the danger that follows them would pass as well, you know? Dangers that would lurk, uh, loom otherwise. Some of the uh, Astani people are talking to each other in their own magic language <laughs> that they have, uh, and to, and in another language to the uh, horsewoman. And she's just, like, nodding along. What kind of cash do you have? That was really the question. I, I don't really care about. The, the roundabout talk, let's see what kind of money you have. See if you're worth the time. I have cash three, whatever the equivalent of that is. Like, you show them the money. Yeah, he flashes it very briefly. There we go. All right. All right, all right. And she motions for um, you to be able to approach the horses to take a look at them. Okay. I'll, uh, <clears throat> I'll go and I'll gingerly check them out. Um, nothing, you know, too intrusive. I don't want to push any limits, but I'll, no, I'll no, give it's it fine. a good you can check their fucking check teeth them. and stuff. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. Anything that'll give us a haggling point, basically, is <laughs> what Asher's looking for. Uh, use your... I'm gonna say... Wits. Wits plus animal can. Okay. Keep taking that. I succeed. Uh, success. Perfect. Alright, uh, you can spot which one of the horses are in actually pretty good condition. I could probably do the long haul. Um, 
like you're you're able to kind of get an assessment of what they're like. It's kind of a pegging point, unless you guys want to go for the ones that probably are a little more longer in the teeth. I don't think so, but I'll I'll verbally announce everything probably to, to Asher. So they so that he knows and also so that they know that we know. Good job, Phineas. <laughs> As you're like uh, just like leaving the last horse after opening its mouth, uh, you see like inside its mouth or something. Do you want to take a clearer look? Sure. Yeah, a little close. And in the back of its throat, you see what looks like a face with like two large shiny eyes that's just kind of looking at you, moth-like. And it just kind of pulls back into the throat and disappears. <laughs> I guess we'll that one. Yeah, I have a real good feeling about this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, that one... I should point out two others. That of, like, kind of medium quality, not the highest quality ones that he's been announcing. You know, this one's the best. So kind of t two other average ones. It's like three of them? Yeah. Well, say so you have about enough for two. Probably not the best one. But your friend's really taken with Griselda there. He's an animal person. <coughs> Quaint. I don't know, Phidias. You got anything to cough up? This jar of moths! <laughs> this jar of dead moths! <laughs> they don't let you bring bees in here. Just unleash the bees in here. Um. No, pretty much everything I have was uh, was pulled into the communal kitty. Um, we have a. We've got some tools from the cabinet, I think. But that's. What about those mushrooms? Did we have any of those left over, or did we give those all to the innkeeper? I, I think you ended up eating them. We ate them. He made you a nice sorry that you got molested by a demon meal. <laughs> <laughs> That you've been molested by a demon consult consult consolatory omelet. Now available at Denny's. It's the Holland Solo special. Well, one of us is gonna have to handle the donkey anyway. I mean If you're looking to trade in the the mule. He's very attached to his animals. I mean we're gonna be able to keep up. Maybe we should use your sympathetic trait to get an edge here. He's such a nice elf. He's really not. <laughs> I mean, look at how garbage I am. Don't you feel sympathy? <laughs> we can handle two horses, don't you think? Yeah, as yeah. long as we get that one. You want to leave your donkey <laughs> behind? Live with the innkeeper. It'll be safer here. Bartholomew's been so good to me. It doesn't mean you can't come back. I mean, who wouldn't want to come back here? <laughs> I'm taking a look to see if any of the horses are cursed. <laughs> With bad luck. Are cursed. Did you like follow us near leaning inside the stable? <laughs> well, should I have a look at the horses to make sure so they're not magical? There's a horseshoe above, you just can't enter. What's the deal that's on the table right now? Uh, two horses, maybe if you trade in your donkey. Is one of the horses that's on the table, what did I say, Griselda? Yeah. Spooky horse. I think, I think we could do with two. I mean, if we got a three wouldn't help us much more because we'd have to ride two to one of the horses. So we might as well ride two to two horses. Fair enough. If you think your donkey can keep up, I mean, we don't want him collapsing on the road or 
getting and dragged horses, by wolves. Horses will have to go slower with two of us. Yeah, we can't really afford to go slower. I mean, you don't want this donkey to be the end of us, do you? Because I don't think he'd be able to live with the guilt. I mean, <laughs> I feel like you have something against the donkey. I mean, <laughs> if the wolves chase us and we run fast on the horses, therefore they'll get the donkey and they won't get us. So, well, so you think we need three horses? There's five of us. I'm not gonna. F I I'm edgy enough about uh, you know. There's four. There's four of us. And we're full. I look around for a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's why I was saying good. the difference between three and two, for four people. Sure. Why not two? And the donkey. What? Like the donkey giving her the donkey was part of the deal. Oh. Haggle! If it means getting Griselda, I'm willing to do it. But if you could, if you could pull some of your <coughs> talkative magic, I know how you are with people, especially when you want to drink from them. Let's roll and let's take a dramatic failure. All right. I mean, do you have any so, other any other weapons? What's up? Do you have any other weapons on you? No. I mean, well, look at it this way. Our people have had such a long history together. We both know so much <laughs> about suffering and dealing with such unknowns. You want to roll that now? Yes. Let's roll that. I'm not going to give a bonus to that roll. Manipulation plus <laughs> empathy. Streetwise or presence or whatever it was. With the words or whatever. Performance? Whatever the skill was that you were going to use originally. I was going to use empathy. Is that your good number? Yes. Go for it. Jim Christ. Not have to go up the donkey, right? Yeah, because yeah. he's very attached to his animals. He's a very everyone rolls their people. eyes, <laughs> and money is exchanged. Even Asher rolls his eyes. It's just let's just get this we, the fuck we, over with. <laughs> everyone rolls their eyes. Pleasure doing business with you. I'll tell everyone about your charity. You have yourself a good ride. Get the fuck out of here. So. Okay, you got your horses. Yeehaw. So it's two to a horse, and you're going as slow as the donkey? Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, just, why not just bury the donkey out back and then come back and harvest when the new one grows? <laughs> Look, potatoes. I wait till he's asleep and shoot it. <laughs> what does everyone have against the donkey? The donkey's been so ritual. faithful. The donkey's back from when we were in uh, an entirely See, different system. The donkey survived so much <laughs> and was unharmed versus when we were dealing with PTSD. It would be bad luck to lose the donkey now. It's going to be bad luck <laughs> to take it along. So bad for you guys. You know what happened with the last donkey we had that slowed us down? I don't I don't think a donkey is slower than two horses that are moving at like overland travel pace. Okay, we're gonna test that when we uh, hurry across. I'm sure rope. people who ride <laughs> would have a pretty good idea of how fast those things go. 
goes bounds the law by taking some stuff off the donkey, off the horse, so everybody goes at the same slow speed. I, I would guess <laughs> that a laden, unled donkey is probably going to be yeah. slower than a I googled, which is faster, a horse or a donkey? Answer, a horse is faster than a donkey. The average top speed of a horse is 88 kph, 55 miles per hour. And for a donkey, it's 24 kph, <laughs> we're 15 miles about, per hour. We're talking about top speed in a run. Not talking about. And a run from the devil looking to chop your dick off in the middle of a lone Four road. Times. Ichabod Crane. <laughs> I'm sure it won't come up. How well trained is this donkey? It's a good donkey. It's well trained. I was. I mean, more like. Did like, totally you train to come back? To you? <laughs> <laughs> if I like, if all you were saying, I pulled the Hansel and Gretel and pulled it out into the woods a ways, would it find its way back? Maybe. I guarantee you, it would find its way back. Right now, it's an NPC, so. My axe. Actually, it's actually the Mothman. <laughs> Alternatively, there is a question which is faster, a donkey or a basilisk? A donkey is faster than a basilisk. We should test that. <laughs> oh, the indie questions. So, yeah, I guess we begrudgingly uh, pack up and prepare to leave <laughs> with the fucking donkey. A donkey is slower than a hippo. The donkey. Oh. A donkey is slower than an opossum. <laughs> its top speed is slower than a fucking dumpster rat that screams all the time. So, I guess that'll be your aspiration for the today to keep her following along. Oh, yeah, let's fucking pause and do aspirations, yeah. gang. Alright, and we're back. So, the gang has their goals set up for the session, and... You, on your horses, with your donkey tail in behind at a clop, leave Barovia and start to take the old uh, Svalic Road all the way to your first stop off, Valkai. Uh, I had said that spring was coming in, time's passed, we're deeper into spring-summer now, so you know, the snow melts are mostly gone, things are starting to dry out and get hot for the brutal, uncaring Barovian summers with the endless heat waves and forest fires. Uh, yeah, the woods are starting to, like, you know, grow leaves and have plumage everywhere and, you know, explode into different, you know, bright, thick, dark colors from all of their leaves. As you head down the road, carved into mountain passes and hills, sometimes flat, sometimes dipping down, sometimes it's almost like a pretty hard, hard angle up you have to climb, uh, the Svalich Road is empty. There's not people on it when you're going through it, which is normal. Sometimes you'll have entire seasons where people just won't travel because it's a nightmare. But it's daytime, and you guys have a plan to drop off old, at old monasteries at night. Yeah. And then try to travel as quickly as possible to the next one in between. So the first night comes. You're in this old monk uh, sort of uh, temple. Like this place where, where old men would go and basically be quiet and just contemplate theology that for the many nameless religions that used to be around the Barovia itself. Um, it's two stories. The ceiling of it has long since been destroyed and fallen off, so the, the second story is exposed. The main floor has is full of just garbage, like plants and animal carcasses and nests and stuff. What do you do with it? Salt on the windowsills? Salt on the windowsills. Uh, Asher goes around checking the various accoutrements of a church. What 
church is this or what's it for what god is it for or what saint one of the many nameless empty religions that plague barovia that's worrisome because barovia was full of like orders and stuff it was basically like like Malachia, just full of little shrines and temples and stuff radu cheerfully cleans up like it's a little tidier how big are the doors uh the doors on the main floor are three people across maybe three people high there are big double doors that are, you know, damaged and broken on their hinges. Uh, the top floor did have doors, but the roof's gone, so the doors fell out and have just clambered onto a ra- into a ramp on the side. I'll leave the animals inside, um, tend to them after their journey, feed them. Sure thing. I was just going to check for any signs that the place has been profaned at all, like holy symbols or anything like that that have been profaned or otherwise it's been... It's been abandoned and left to the elements, so... Maybe someone didn't, like, you know, huck a broadsword through a crucifix saying that they don't believe in God. But it's definitely not been kept up. Yeah. Well, on closer examination, you notice that there's there's blood weeping from the thing. We never actually mentioned that before. So yeah. I'm going to use my eye for the strength to look for anything supernatural around here. Okay. And what were you saying, Kevin? You are saying something. Uh, I'm going to... If there's nothing, like, outwardly profane, then Asher's just going to... Do a offering to um, Ezra and whatnot. You know, those kinds of things. Prayer for safety and whatnot. Five successes. So an exceptional success? Exceptional success. Okay. Um, nothing overtly supernatural is in this place. It's just a temple, like a, a monk's monastery that's just been left dilapidated. Uh, though there's like a basement cellar that has like wines and spirits that are left and preserves. And there's a rather large, like, big, bulbous, beehive-looking nest of moths down there. Okay. Like a few thousand. Hey, Phineas, you're the moth expert around here. Yeah, that's, um, that's very, very interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess we have to make sure they don't eat our clothes and so on, but if we don't disturb them, we should be fine. Once the animals are tended to, I'll go and take a look at it, and take my sketchbook and like make a drawing. And... Okay. Uh, when you get close to it, a lot of them like leave the kind of nesting area and fly away, like just into the area, clouding your vision. But the the hive looks like a stretched man's face open up, screaming, and that's where the monster coming out of, like violence and stuff. I'll try and make a good drawing of it. Okay. You do. Yeah, if everything seems fine, I guess we could just settle in for the night, start a fire. Night falls. Are you guys doing anything to stay awake or stay on guard? I think we're keeping watches. Yep. Classic watch. Classic watch. I guess I can start. Alright, I was about to say, who's on first? I'll be first. I'll take the middle of the night. And Ryder gets up early. That makes sense. You guys, uh, you on first shift hear wolves um, in the forest. Like a pack of them, they're howling, they're calling to each other. Well, I guess I try to listen in and figure out roughly where they are. They're close. With my keen fingers. Okay. Okay. No. I don't do anything stupid here. What would be stupid here? 
going out and playing with the doggies. <laughs> Another hour goes by. They're still calling to each other. Uh, and now uh, you hear the distinct sound of animals being killed, wolves being killed. The sound of dogs making their hurt. Huh. Well, I guess there's something bigger in the roots. That commotion goes on for like an hour until he hears like whimpering and then nothing. Well, that's fine. I do nothing. Okay. How's your camp like? Well, we have. I guess we cut down some wood or grab whatever was left here. There's only thing. Are you on the exposed second floor or are you on the main floor? Main floor. Probably the main floor. Yeah. It's like you're keeping can you're keeping track on the main floor. Yeah. Okay. So like I guess you're looking out a window or something. Yeah. Okay. There were holes that are there. Why oh, there are like church-like wow. stained glasses to be windows. Um, yeah. Maybe those. All right. Um, you hear something uh, jump onto the second floor, like a very distinct kind of thud of like uh, like animal paws. Hmm. I'm guessing it's something. Bigger. It doesn't sound heavy, but it makes a very, very soft, consistent thunk. Mm. Like if you throw a pillow hard enough at something, it makes that kind of <laughs> sound. Okay. Well, I hope it's a large bird. Uh, well, I guess my shift will be over soon, so I'll wake up the next person over. It's two hours in! I think there's like, what, four of us? So, what, two, three hours for each person to sleep? That means you have another hour. Fine, I'll do it myself. So it's a creaking up my gun loaded. Check it out with the lantern. Alright, with your lantern. Uh, your lantern illuminates the roof as you're prepping to shoot and like, you know, defend yourself. Uh, the roof is strewn with about 12 to 15 wolf bodies. Like torn in half, decapitated. Some of the heads are mounted on uh, the nearby timber and stuff with their heads open. Uh, and this place is just coated in blood. We're doggy. That's not good. That's not good at all. I guess I close the hatch I opened, and if there's any latch, I latch it down. The campfire on the first floor is going out, specifically because when you look like back to where you were at the campfire. A long, slender tendril covered in teeth and, like, octopus suckers uh, has dropped a bunch of wet, bloody-soaked wolf gristle onto the fire. And in the moonlight, you can see it retreat back up uh, out of the window. I guess as a 3 I just shoot it? Shoot her! I shoot it's a very one. small target. Okay. Alright. I think the gunshot's likely to wake us up, maybe. Oh, you mean the gunshot in a closed area that's going to give you guys all tinnitus? <laughs> no, I should... What? I can't hear you! Mop. Mop. <laughs> this is going to be a probably three-die penalty, just for conditions. Okay. One, two, three... Four successes, and my rifle does plus four damage, so eight damage its way. Huh. Perfect. Okay, 
Uh, yeah, you guys are woken up by gunshots as uh, your rifle bullet goes through and fires at it as it retracts up. Yeah. It goes up too fast to even hit Oh, what? What? Fuck, some tendrils coming up. And one of the wolves. A whole pack of wolves. The cracks in the ceiling and uh, around the seams of like the, the doors and stuff are leaking blood down onto you guys, dripping down. Oh, like you're woken up by like a splatter hitting your forehead a couple times. Wolf blood. So you're waking no, up with no, red no. one eyes. Don't think, yeah. Is there a basement to this place? Like cellar? Yeah, there's a cellar full of the moth nest. <laughs> you know what sounds safer than being up here? Anywhere else? Anywhere else. We can't abandon the animals. It'll just chase us down into the cellar. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna kill your animals. <laughs> As it clearly showed that it does. Yeah. Asher's gonna go for the horses and try to get them down into the cellar. We don't know how reasonable that is, so you might want Cellar... You know that the cellar isn't big enough to fit horses. It's like a, it's like a drop cellar. Is there anywhere else safe in here? Like, doors no. that we haven't entered safe? This place has been gutted out and is missing a lot of its, like, doors and windows. I don't think there's anywhere safe in this be, campaign world. This has to be the demon again. There's nothing else it would be. And we know that if we hurt it enough, it'll disappear. Running into a corner isn't gonna, isn't gonna help us. Radu just gets his axe ready and keeps keeps his eye out for, and uh, gets one of the lanterns lit. I'll go calm the animals because they're probably spooking. Yeah, they're spooky. They can feel something's wrong. They can see the wolf carcasses. Function the fire. Asher's gonna start pushing cues over so that we have like kind of a base, defensible position, a defensible base we can put the horses in the middle of. Sure. Yeah, there's like a, you could probably find a room that doesn't have windows. So you can kind of just yourself up into. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys check the fire? Like as you guys are moving stuff around and getting your things. Well, I said I was lighting the lantern so that the fire is. Uh, so so you, have, fire goes so out. you have light. So we have light. We're not in total darkness. The uh, gristle and viscera that was left in the fire to put it out because it was so like moist and whatever uh, has wolf heads. Three of them that look like they've been uh, clamped together with like punctures or something, and their eyes and mouths have been sewn up. I don't think that's a very lucky sign. I think you're right. You aren't fucking kidding. Hmm. Should I check the handiwork here as a medical professional? <laughs> uh, it looks like... Okay, yeah, go over to it and just hang out. Uh, I'm gonna just use my shaken condition here to just, like, be paralyzed with whatever's going on here. Out of fear. You're just you're standing there? Yeah. Alright, behind you, uh, as you guys are prepping and stuff, you can hear that trap door uh, door start to like yank up and pull a bit. Where did we go in there? Like the, to the second level that you locked. Uh, and then you see what looks like uh, a sort of knife going between the seam of the, the door and the wall and start to kind of slide over looking for the latch to flick it open. I'm paralyzed with fear. Is there anything heavy nearby, like a big statue? There's something? garbage everywhere, yeah. Someone help me topple a statue on it. I'll give you a hand. Remember, this is up upstairs. The upstairs. Okay, uh, is there a way to uh, like push a statue so that it can't... Or like to block the Usually it opens upwards. upwards. Yeah, it upwards. opens up. So you'd have to start stacking debris up there. Okay, is there anything big we can push over that will just kind of block up the area? Yeah, there's like, like bass release and stuff. You just yank down and start stacking. Yeah, okay. I 
knife, you said? Like It looks like a knife. Like, it's slender, and it's hard to see because the light is not consistent here. But it's thin, and it's going in between, and just looking for the latch he closed to try to cut it. Okay, I'm going to try to block that up. There. You can hear soft growling coming from the roof as you're standing there, not moving. <laughs> nice doggy. So, yeah, just going to try to block that up. Alright. You can do that. What are you two doing? I'm assisting Ashley. He wanted some uh, lights, lanterns. Make sure they're they're all lit and they're around, so that there's there's no uh, you won't just be plunged into sudden darkness. Okay. Um. So yeah, there are windows on either side. Uh, there's the door. Uh, you hear something at the door. How is the door barricaded? Well, Roddy wasn't doing that, so that's an excellent question. Did you guys say you put the pew, the uh, pews in front of it, or the anything like that? There'll probably be furniture in front of it, yeah, or like a big wooden block. You guys pre took care of this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you put down like a guard thing? Probably. Like a, like the, the the barricade. Thing. Yeah. If if one of those was intact, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Something is like that thing that was by your door is gone, and uh, at the front door. Uh, something long and slender has gone in between the cracks of the door and is moving up and lifting up the barricade. I take my axe. The barricade, by the way, like that that bar, that crossbar, is very heavy. It's just slowly I'm lifting it up. Taking my axe and I'm hacking down on the the tendon uh, of the tendon. Sure. Um, melee it. No penalty because you can see pretty well. This thing will take advantage of you not being able to see at the moment because just put up the fire. I'm going to remove three dice. One, two, three. So, three successes. How much damage did you add to I used the minus three dice to gain plus one damage, so we have got six. Okay. Alright. So, uh, your axe goes, are you like attacking the thing or the crossbow? No, God, the thing! I'm trying, not, I'm trying not to hit the crossbar. Because it's that under the be... crossbar pushing it up. So I'm That's, assuming you're swinging yeah, like, up. Or, I know, I'm swinging down, but I'm assuming that this thing is not, not like, unless it's like right at the back. You said it was coming up like this. So I'm kind of like... It's more like, here. here's the, the crossbar, and it's just... Oh, yeah, okay, well, in that in that case, I'll just... I didn't realize I thought it was... No, That's fine. Um, I'm going to try and whack it back, basically. Uh, whack-a-mole, hammer yeah, whack-a-mole it. Uh, sure, yeah, you do. You actually hit it straight on and push it out, and you hear this kind of slipping, kind of wet soaking sound, and uh, almost like a, almost like the sound of a whip in a whiplash. Mm-hmm. Alright, you guys finished blocking off the top floor. Mm-hmm. What y'all doing now? We got a full turn of actions before this thing tries again. Do we have the door to the cellar also blocked off? No. No, I don't think so. I'm gonna go throw that open. Okay, it's open. Okay, and then I'm gonna get my shotgun. It's a good thing to get. All right, what to do? Are there any other areas that it could break in through easily? Those, the windows. There's a lot of those. I assume since this is a. Yeah. But didn't try that first. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's not that smart. Maybe the windows are kind of small and there's a bigger entrance yeah. and you go through. So, well, I just ready my gun, kind of towards 
the windows. Ah, uh, Catholic in Barovia. Okay. What did you... What is it you saw? Um, a whole lot of mangled wolves. I mean the thing that's trying to get out. A long tendril. It tossed those wolves here on the campfire. It came from that hole there in the ceiling. So you saw a tendril? Yeah. The Even wolf heads, like the, the meat, has a triangular, a large triangular mark on it uh, with like holes and hook scrapes into it where like it looks like whole strips were like just ripped out. Almost like the shape of like a clothes iron. If it has an actual physical form now, it might be gaining in power. I guess. Any of you are familiar with some supernatural stuff to analyze those holes? Can, oh yeah, can, we, can I maybe use my uh, occult, occult skills to figure out what the hell is attacking us? Occult and animal can work. Well, definitely occult for me. And I suppose this is a superstitious thing that is known on these roads. No, this is new. Okay, cool. I'll just roll uh, a cold and mint. Or Anyone had an animal can? I wanted to roll it. <laughs> okay. With four successes. Yeah, int, yeah. I succeed. So success, success. Success. You know what octopus are, and that was an octopus tentacle. Okay. You, being from here, uh, the lake of, like, uh, Lake Barovia, or Lake Kresik, or Lake Valakai, like, the big lake, the freshwater lake, has giant sea monsters in it. That have tentacles like that. So it's a sea monster. Are we close to water? No. No. Not even a little. But again, demonic power. Hmm. And you did a cult? When he shot the thing, because you really were awake when that happened, uh, it didn't look like it was hurt. And when you stabbed it with your axe, you pushed it back, but you didn't feel like you got any purchase. So, you can tell there's something weird with that. There's something going on there. I, I don't think this thing is going to be phased much by conventional weapons. It might need silver or something. I don't know. Maybe fire? It did, it did try to like put it out. Then again, I put a magical gun here. <laughs> fire. Let's let's go with fire. Torches. Arrow's gonna go by and it's not gonna do anything. Okay. Another arrow's gonna go by. Do you do anything in those two hours of downtime you have? We got some torches ready. So uh, do you want to try and throw this open? I don't think it's going to back off. First hour I'm relieved. The second hour I start to suspect it's up to something. I mean, oh, it's up to something. He hasn't done anything for a while. Well, I guess I'll try to get some rest here. Won't do us any good to be the entire The animals are freaked the fuck out. Maybe take my coat and go down to the basement. It seems to be safer. Oh, yeah, that hornet's nest you That's exactly what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're probably the best one at, like, calming the horses and whatnot. Yeah, I think I'll be working on that, keeping them from panicking. Ash is going to work on making a really big fire. Like just using, you know, whatever you can find, just make a big bonfire. Okay. As hour two ends, you hear a large roaring sound and something is battering itself against the door. Like, full on. Like, it's heaving inward and you hear a, a wounded roaring noise. Maybe it switched bodies. 
Or maybe it's only trying to get in because it's being hunted. A bear? Sounds like a bear. Alright, one of you help me uh, barricade more. I think I gotta stay with the horses or they're gonna panic. Oh yeah, a fucking bear there. That's alpha predator territory. Yeah. They're gonna have a little bit. They're gonna have a little horse heart. Is there a little? There's no holes in the door or anything like that, like or uh, like a peephole or anything. Yeah, sure, totally. If you want. Oh, I was just wondering if someone wants to get out of that. I was thinking about that. Yeah, totally. If you want. Don't really think sticking your eye up to it like this would be such a good idea. Yeah, you hear clawing and battering and shooting. Okay, well, I'd like to find a good position where I can find out when you see some fur that yeah, totally. looks like black bear. <laughs> okay, I unload into this. Alright, oh, that's gonna really startle the animals, by the way. Good thing we bought war horses. Let's see, the shape knows it can't get to you, but it also knows if it scares your horses to death, it'll be much slower. Spoiler that's its plan, to scare your, your dumb animals to death. So, three successes, so seven damage. A little unconventional, eh? <laughs> seven damage? Yep. Sure, yeah, it, your gunshot blows through the door and hits something, and you hear something screaming. I'll use my elven propensity for animal kit to calm them. <laughs> oh my god. Use your elven powers. What do your elf eyes see? Hey, do they look work like birds? If you cover their eyes, they'll be less you know, frightened because they can't see things. Actionless. You cover their ears. Horses are dumb, real dumb. Cover their eyes. Uh, yeah, cover, their, cover their eyes. Try and plug their ears. Yeah. If you put like a bed next to them and then a spike bed next to that bed, they will throw themselves under the spike. Horses are dumb animals. So yeah, I guess we just do the whole, you know, it's like sirens. You just cover their, you know, their eyes and fill their ears and they'll be fine. Alright. Call animal kin and manipulation or whatever you want to do presence. Tell them you I'll love them very much. Or follow me, teach them how it's done. <laughs> Success. Okay, yeah, you're able to calm the hell down. Okay, and you shot, you two got the horse plan, are you doing anything? Uh, I'm mainly keeping an eye out and the, uh, the axe ready because uh, I don't really see, see Ryder helping much in this situation. Other than like, if you had a, if things were a little less grim, you'd probably put up some more holy, lucky signs and things like that, and signs of warding. But that's all you can really do. It's not going to do jack shit, so. Okay. On uh, this round, the bear, which has been shot and is out there attacking your door, is still pressing on the door and starting to cave like the actual door bar in word. Does any of us have a sword? Because if it's like ramming into it, if we stick a sword out at the right time, it's going to have to hit itself. Oh, the bayonet. Is that long? I mean, they're like kind of man feet. Sorry, I'm an axe man. Axe between the cracks. Yeah, we need something, because these doors are probably pretty thick and it's meant to stand up to a bear, so we need something long that it can just inhale itself on. The or sooner the, we get to that, the bullet. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, bayonet into its head, pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think we're going to be able to scare it off. It's probably more afraid of whatever's out there than it is of... Well, it's backing away from the door now. The doors are open. You can see that its eyes have been clawed out. Okay. Like, they're fresh wounds. <laughs> Stupid thing. Yeah, it has, it has bare, like, on its head and, like, on its, like, shoulders, there are bare spots of torn flesh in that same shape all over. Okay, so I guess I'm, I'll try to bayonet it in the face, whatever, but yeah. Rock. yeah, you can bayonet it in the face. Roll bayonetting. Okay. Mm. A success. And bayonet has... Plus three damage. Oh, minus is defense. This doesn't really have a defense score right okay. now. It's doing the Berserker thing, where it just does more damage and attack and doesn't choose to defend ever. Three damage. Three damage. That's bear. Three damage, uh, along with what you did eight earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's enough to kill it. Uh, you spear it through the eye gore into its brain, and it like just keeps jerking around, and then it drops dead. Okay. I think that's dealt with. You can see beyond it. Uh, there's a there's a hill, and just kind of pressing over it is a shape uh, that looks predatory and has large tendrils coming up over it, and it just slinks back uh, down the way out of sight. Fucking giant squids. Uh, an hour's gonna go by. I don't think we're gonna sleep tonight. You guys don't sleep, so you're now tired. Dawn breaks. Everyone, conserve your willpower. You don't get willpower then. Yeah. You probably have maybe four more churches you have to <coughs> in between before you're at uh, at home at home home run. Uh, it's home run. Valakai. Okay. Here's what I think we should do. One of us will stay awake and ride the front horse. We'll tie the other one. To it, to it, as well as the donkey. The rest of you can sleep on horseback. I could probably jury rig up some kind of sled that the horse could pull, and people could sleep in that. Because sleeping on horseback seems like a good way to fall off, and get injured. Tires for Reef died. Eventually. Just something. We can't. <laughs> we're not going to make it an entire journey back because I'm going to sleep. Yep. Unless we want to hurry up the horses. Is this time for the talk? The I horses do not get well slept either. Exactly. See if there were giraffes, they'd be fine, because giraffes just nap for like 15 minutes at a time. Can't work the animals to death. You're right. That was that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> but if we go as slow as we've been going, we're not going to make it back home. And if we die, the donkey's going to die anyway. If we leave it close enough to a civilized area, They'll wander there, or another tradesman will find him and take him in. I'm not going to abandon him. It's not abandonment. If we, if, we, if we find a good home. You want to put it out of its misery? Finish. No, I don't want to put it out of its misery. You do realize what's at stake here. Like, if we there, wait on this donkey, if we wait on you. We ride for the rest of the day. If we find a spot along the way where there's some kind of civilization, 
um, a farm, a stand, a trader, whatever, I'll pawn the donkey off onto them. If we reach the end of the night and we haven't encountered anything, then we make some hard choices. What'll that hard choice be? We'll find out at the end of the night. Yes, we will. I don't want to have to make this choice for you, Phineas, but one of us is going to have to. Aspiration complete. I don't think so yet. I mean, Not until the end of the night. It. <laughs> sure. It's coming. We haven't culminated on it yet, so. Yeah, so I guess someone at the front is going to be awake, the others are going to sleep on this jury rigged sled. Yep. Sure, roll being an adventure man to see how well these assholes sleep. people who are awake. Oh boy. I'll stay awake since I'm the best leading the animals and also the most on the lookout for anyone along the way. Ooh, Asher still hurt from last time. Yep. So night is starting to fall and you get to your next church along the way. Uh, it is a small abbey, like a tiny, you know, maybe one family church that had like a prayer area in the front, had a graveyard, and it looks like there used to be a small community village before a flash flood, flood took it out. By, by flash flood, I mean like an avalanche turned into water and just came Mountains. This place is mountainous. Hmm. So we didn't encounter anything on the way. Nope. We only attack at night, mostly. Alright, what are you doing? Who's taking watches? How are you preparing? You could probably get the horses into this house. Yeah, we're not leaving them outside. Well, I'll look for some supernatural stuff, but there's nothing creepy here as well. There's nothing magic in this house. Okay. Reinforce the door, close any available windows. The supernatural thing hasn't arrived yet. You're getting time to prepare. Up a couple. I mean, it's a roll, and with rolls comes like some success and with this comes Do beats. a couple lucky <laughs> rituals, check for any um, any like holes or areas where monsters are likely to jump in. About what time do we get to this church? Uh, probably around 9pm, that's when the sun's starting to go down. You're in summer. Also, it's 9pm right now, and look outside. Hmm. You know what I'm going to do is, to avoid the same issues as last time, I'm going to take some fences, or I'm assuming there's like a wrought iron fence or yeah, something outside. I'm definitely. going to set them outside in the same, like uh, those force barriers and whatnot. So if anything tries to ram into one of the windows or whatnot, it'll get impaled. Sure, you can do that. This place has a main floor that was like a family room. Like, it wasn't like a normal modern house. It was like big family room that is also a kitchen. And then bedrooms for like probably the, the mom, and pa, and the kids. And that was it. And it has a basement that is also a preserve cellar. Another moth nest down there, and it has an attic. Also, the praying area at the front. What's in the attic? Uh, stuff like boxes of clothes, um, creepy dolls. Yeah, carvings, maybe you know bones, like from like like someone was a hunter and was like taking the bones apart and leaving them up there for like 
you know, turning into things people turn bones into. Dead oh. rat marionette feeders. Sounds like some fuel for the fire. Precious memories. Yeah, death. <laughs> There's a fireplace. We want to block that. And a chimney. <laughs> <laughs> or we can start a fire, and that way it won't be able to go down because the fire will be constantly going. But then again, and it's going to probably down, drop yeah. some more seven I mean, heads. Literally, what I was imagining is just a fountain of blood going down the chimney <laughs> on your fire. Where you are, like, you take the chimney, you plug it with a wolf corpse, and then you've got monoxide poisoning. Yes, the silent kill. <laughs> is there like a hatch for it? Like, uh, you know, like they do with fireplaces. Yeah, there's like, like a flue toggle. Yeah, I'll close that and find a way to break it so that it stays shut. Jam it in place. We know how this thing operates now, so if it followed us, we can probably counter a lot of what it tries to do. Put spikes in their hooves. Like it has sharp tendrils, it seems like, but it doesn't seem to have the strength to uh Home renovation, Ravenloft edition. Yeah, to like break things. Pimp mice hiding spot. Like if it broke the glass, but it cut itself on it, so it probably is going to try to avoid that. Donkeys are smaller than horses. Donkeys are smaller than horses. Can the donkey fit down the cellar? Yeah! <laughs> There's like preserves down there and stuff, like fishing gear. I'm gonna take Bartholomew down into the cellar. Okay. There's like a small lake like nearby the property. It's like a pond. It connects to a creek that connects to the larger rivers. That's why it gets fish. Let's go fishing at night. That's how it transfers here through the rivers. No, it's just explaining that there's a pond with a creek. You just like saying that word. I love the word. It's a magical word. The creek. I'm watching a lot of Appalachian monster hunter shows. So, yeah. You're so rednecky, it's perfect. I guess we base all of our defenses on what we encountered last time. Who's taking watch the first night? I'm thinking the last watch tonight. I want to sleep. I'll take the first watch. I don't think I'm going to be doing much sleeping. So, be, you be want single to go by the rest. No? Okay. You're going to be single by the Bartholomew. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. You took the first watch? Yes. You're in the main floor looking out the windows. Shotgun ready. Yes. Um, ready to stand your ground? No. Uh, I'm going to go down into the into the basement with Bartholomew. Oh god, you're not even keeping watch? <laughs> you well, piece I'll, of shit! I'll, I'll be back in a moment. Um, I'm going to throw myself down the stairs just to teach you a lesson. <laughs> um, I'm going to go down with my shotgun. All right. I'm going to go in front of the moth face. All right. Thousands of moths coming out. I'm going to say, I'm going to consecrate this sacrifice to you so that the other one doesn't get it. And then I'm going to shoot my donkey. <laughs> in a shoot all of you? In his face? In a ritual to your weird science fiction god? Very much so, yes. All right, that's a ritual sacrifice. That is an integrity death. check, and that is probably also a powers <laughs> check. But... We will, we will get into that later. Hey, buddy. All right, so you blow your donkey's brains out in front of the uh, statue to the Mothman. Yeah. No! And then I go back upstairs. All right, there's a blood spray, and it makes the moths freak out, and the actual thing falls over. Uh, and when, like, the, the, the nesting gets free, it's actually, like, a, a bass statue of someone. What's, what kind of statue? What does it look like? Uh, it's a statue of a man with his mouth open, and he looks very stern, and he has like a like a holy symbol in his hands. Is it small? Can I take it? Yeah, just I'll, take, I'll take it. it. I'll take it upstairs. That's yeah. your inventory. Okay. Statue. You 
fucking blowhard thawing the goddamn donkey brains out. So when you get the stairs... Also, gonna... shotgun sounds are loud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the uh, hell? I just gonna have his crossbow at the ready, aiming at the fucking uh, cellar door when you open it. No, they got him! I don't, I don't say anything. I just put the shotgun down. What the fuck was that? With a donkey spray we made some hard choices. He's covered in blood. <laughs> Pushes past you and down to the cellar because that could mean a lot of. <laughs> like he killed the horses so that um, <laughs> there's four fifths of a donkey down there. <laughs> Guess which fifth is missing? <laughs> the ass part. As your heads back up, closes the cellar door, <laughs> kind of props up a chair underneath the. Uh, the doorknob, and just goes and lays back down. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. <laughs> Very good, Tyler. Well, it's like you got your, your goal. I did. I won. Shall <laughs> <laughs> uh, I throw in a marble? Yeah. So, do you see Bartholomew's stay safe? Yeah, I'm not getting my goal. <laughs> I got something better. I got the loot. I mean, you take it to the Bartholomew, just cram it into Grisilda, close all the muff out. I was hoping if I could get him to Valak, he would be okay, but... Ooh-wee. Huh. <coughs> the night passes. Nothing happens. Especially the octopus was gonna break it, and then he saw that, he was like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, good, goodness gracious me. I'm gonna give you guys a moment. <laughs> I mean, that's one part of my goal complete. What? Well, the octopus is gold. We'll get rid of our animals, right? One is gone. There you go. Two more. Alright, you got two more churches to do. Okay. So if the night passes without... <coughs> I'll, uh, I'll, when people wake up, I'll say, you know... You know me as a, a man of science, right? More or less, sort of. I've done science since very decades. You are a man of letters. I'm testing a hypothesis. There are forces at play here. Vast forces, way beyond our ken. Some are obviously malevolent, like the demon that's hunting us. Some are neutral like Gilgamesh. Uh, but I believe that there are other benevolent forces. Forces that exist as well. Forces that might help us. Asher immediately perks up <laughs> and puts two, and two together. He's like, no. That's what that was? I'm trying to get some bigger guns on our side. Who was it for? The Mihir. The Moth. The arbiter of doom. And also protector of children. Well, that doesn't help us. He, he just kind of looks around at <laughs> us. Just because we're helpless, we we're children. Like I said, haven't we all sacrificed creatures to the Mothman? <laughs> I mean, isn't that something everyone does at least once in their life? Usually when they're a little younger. But, um, back in Barovia, when you guys were sleeping, I went out at night. And I entered into a sort of a deal. Sort of a deal? I'll admit, I'm not entirely clear on the terms. 
So Saul just sold to the devil, he didn't even check the fine print. That's an interesting way to put it. Well, I guess I'll be sleeping with my gun each time. I thought you already did. I mean, yes, but closer. <laughs> so, given that I was at that orphanage where the Mothman was kind of a common issue, and that my character is sort of uh, well-versed in occult matters, uh -huh. which I guess sort of encompasses religion, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, how often does the Mothman just, like, eat children or do anything like that? Like, I know we're not supposed to worship, but I'm eating How many times does he demand human sacrifice? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Mothman isn't a god to worship. It's a thing that that it's a grim. It foretells doom. It's not like that. Okay. It's not like that. <laughs> Working on a theory. Has there ever been any mention of it making a deal with someone? How do you know what the thing that you encountered that you made a deal with was the Mothman? I had a good feeling. I'm gonna backhand. <laughs> like he's he literally just backhands him. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Something approached you. You know when that demon finally started appearing to us and chasing us? That was after that. Yeah, he was after that. Before that, it had never appeared to us. How do you know that what you encountered and what you signed something with was the Mothman? Also, why did you go out at night? We wouldn't let me out during the day. Sure we would. It's better than you weren't crazy. I, I don't have a good answer to that one. I'm sorry. Look, so far, the evidence has backed out my hypothesis. What evidence? Well, I was going to be eaten by a wolf, and then I made a deal, and I wasn't. We were attacked by the demon creature, and then I sacrificed Bartholomew, and we weren't. I can't really argue that right now. Okay, so... What? You're going to be sacrificing those horses as well for each night? Look, we can't, Look, it's we costly. can't take on the demon on our own. It's vastly more powerful than us. That, that's why we made a deal in yeah. in the village for help. So it will help us. There's nothing we can do about this now. Let's let's get it on our horses and uh... we ride. Yeah, he has no idea how to approach that. Excellent, guys. <laughs> Tell some Excellent. All right, confess it, don't bargain. There we go. We're just from all. I lose my guilty condition. Yeah, yeah, you do. Aha. All right. So, you guys make good time on the horses now that you don't have certain problems holding you back. You're able to get to Valakai in one church stopover. One more. Night falls. You push the horses to get to the to get to the. You know, the, the furthest one you could, passing over the known good one. Hmm. Alright, this one is uh, bigger. It's two stories again. Uh, one side of it's collapsed in. Um, 
you know, it has big Sorry. doors. It looks like people used to live here. Uh, same kind of nameless you know, monastery. Cellar, second floor and first floor. Half of it's collapsed. Graveyard out back. So what do you do? Grab a few pieces of uh, the rubble. Hopefully it's not holding up anything else. Uh, no, you should be good. And uh, bring that in to reinforce where we can. I look for supernatural. Um, in here? Really, no. There's another one of those moth nests in the basement. I think uh, something for you, I guess. I'm going to clear it and look behind it. Sort of gently remove it. Another statue to that guy. I'll take it and I'll come up to Rad and I'll go, Hey, Raddy, what do you make of this? You know, very, I mean, you know your, your way around this kind of thing. Is this guy familiar to you at all? Superstitions? No, dramatic failure. Well, it's a failure. Do you choose to make it dramatic? Why not? Uh, I can talk about for reasons. Oh, okay. Hmm? Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, this man is clearly Ezra. <laughs> Statue of Ezra. Ezra's a man. Nobody <laughs> did. Okay. <laughs> Ezra, huh? <laughs> Are you doing your normal prayers and consecrations? Me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much every stop he's done, he's been doing that to Ezra. I'll go and bring you the statue of Ezra and be like, here, this might be useful in your ritual. This statue of a man? Yeah, Radu told me it was Ezra. It was a what? Radu told me it's the statue of Ezra. Asher just puts a hand on Phineas's shoulder. It's like, do you know anything about Ezra? Do you have a moment? I know it's a statue <laughs> for Ezra. <laughs> the Lady of the Mist. No, but the I'll Lady have... of the Mist. <laughs> oh, um, kind of makes my contact. <laughs> yeah, Ezra, the dwarven god of craftsmanship. Uh, sorry to bother you. No, it's it's no problem. Lady of the mess. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you uh, home alone this place? Same way as last time. Has a chimney. Has a fire. Has a big fire. Lock that off. There's a few dead bats in there. Oh, oh, a couple of bit of extra bits of rubble from the other area we can. I'm gonna hang little bits of metal and cups and what's not from the various windows and things. So if anything pushes through, it'll make some noise. And of course, there'll be no creeping tentacles. And of course, Radu always carries his lucky garlic and puts up a horseshoe and all that nonsense. Garlic's pretty, probably a good idea, given we're next to a graveyard and where vampires could be lurking. Maybe we should also arrange the pews into a secondary barricade inside as well, so that we don't, don't end up doing that in a hurry later. Mm. And Asher asks his happy penny to the horseshoe. And the wilts. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just gonna heavily barricade the place the same as last time, cover up all the areas where like a tentacle could get in. 
Okay. I mean, I, we're just running with the assumption that it could be following us, because... Who's on first shift? I haven't slept in two days. I'm, I'm, I'm going, going to rest. Alright, first shift. It's 10 p.m. Well, it's probably like 11. So it's work. <laughs> Racing against the sunlight. <laughs> okay. First hour, nothing. Second hour, you start hearing a lot of birds in the forest. They sound like, uh, yeah, like birds and wings. Okay. Asher's just kind of humming a song about children getting lost in the woods and just occasionally go to the woods at night. Basically, you know, one of those cautionary songs mothers sing to their children about not going to the fucking woods. And occasionally he's just, like, peering out one of the windows. I say Jesus believes in the free market. <laughs> Strange elven songs. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, just crossbow on the table next to him. You hear a sudden, like, like change in the air as the windows all blow out. Always on my shift. All the windows blow out because a bunch of bats and crows and owls are flying through it. And not just the windows. They're hitting the side of the church and flying straight through the window and, like, fl- crashing into things, killing themselves. Like, they're in a frenzy. Quick, get a coat hanger. Um, he's just going to throw himself to the floor under a table. Yeah, there's, like, an entire few hundred birds and, and bats and stuff flying through here. Yeah. I'm not going to call out to anyone because they're probably going to be woken up by this as well. So, yeah. Where are the horses? They're inside with us. Okay, so they're seeing this. I mean, they're blindfolded. Well, they're <laughs> blindfolded, alright. You've muted and deafed them. Very good. You go to your sleeping place. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, are you guys awake now? I can't imagine how we could possibly not be, considering I'm sure we're hearing this kiki, kiki, all other nonsense. Well, but there's Shelly everywhere. All right, you're, you're awake. What the hell was that? What the fuck do you think it is? Uh, how many windows are there? There's like eight. How many are they pouring in through? Follow them? Four? Yes. Okay. I'm going to grab the table I'm under and try to heft it up against the window they're flying in through to block off one of them at least. Sure. After about ten minutes, they stop, and you still have an entire place full of flying animals. I guess open the windows up unless they can get out somehow. I don't think we need to open the windows. I think they're all blown out. Well, hunker down, cover my explosive so I know they don't suck on blood. The ravens. Yes. Yeah, yeah you want to check your horses. Fight marks? Yep. I'm gonna take one of the torches. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> kind of just start swinging it over the horses, not like to ward uh, anything away. Very good. Yeah, a few bats bit them because they were all frustrated and freaked out. So yeah, your floor is littered with dead animals. Mm-hmm. Righty starts sweeping them to the uh... into the fire. Oh yeah, that's gonna smell great. Right. The window, the window. Actually, that's probably better. You're an outside problem, though. Asher's not going to do that, because that's probably something to chase them here, so we're probably waiting for that now. So 
we'll just look at the dead animals. I mean, probably enough of them crashed to the side of the thing that there's already a big pile outside as well. So it just we're removing the problem from the inside out, piling down in that side. He's just moving from window to window with his crossbow, just keeping an eye out on dense forest. Of course. There's only Maybe one forest. you can see something walking, like creeping between trees in the in the in the back. The natural habitat. It's the slender man. Oh, quick, grab some of them that are still alive and sacrifice the Mothman. So <laughs> we can't see something out there then? Like No. Maybe you catch hints of stuff moving in the forest, but a big thing just moved through the forest. Yeah, that's just freaking Asher out, because he thinks he sees something at least, and that's all that matters right now. Yup. God damn, we've got company. An hour's gonna go by. Guess who's not sleeping again tonight? Nope. You guys can hear outside the sounds of scraping and crunching. From everywhere, or one direction? From one direction. From the, the back of the, uh, the church. Where the graves are. <sighs> Alright, is there a window back there? No. There's only four on each side and the main entrance. Oh, damn. Don't want to go outside, but also there could be things. I mean, if they are out for flesh, they've got plenty of dead birds and bats, so... hope they'll be fed tonight. There's a lot of things you see in a graveyard. What time is it? Well, oh, midnight-ish? 1am-ish? Yeah, 1am, I think. It's 2 hours. I guess I'm going back to sleep. We could ride for it. We could. Uh, that is a terrible idea. If these horses are sick now, it's it only so long they can last before they start. It'll take them a while to get sick. We could ride them to death tonight. We could ride to the burial. That might be what we need to do. I don't think it's safe here. I think we need to get out of here. Really? Yes, really. Okay. Well, do whatever you guys want. Yeah. Uh, general, there's an old, an old, uh, old proverb: people who go around outside at night die horribly. I'm yeah. gonna start getting the horses up. Yeah, that's gonna take some time because you're gonna have to get ready to make your escape and stuff. Mm -hmm. Barricaded places. Yeah. Yeah. Start prepping them. You hear a thudding sound coming from outside. Around back again? No, near one of the windows. Like, like, there's eight windows, like four on each side, and you hear like thudding against each of the like the, the windows, but not against the glasses. The glass is gone. Like knocking or just thudding? yeah, almost knocking. Mm -hmm. Someone shine a lantern. Yeah, just shining at it. Yeah, yeah. You don't see anything in the window, but you do definitely hear like knocking sounds, and then it stops, and then it catches up with the next one. Those tentacles are just fucking with us around. Like, is there a pattern to it at all? Or is it... It stops when it knocks on one of the uh, windows and the, the foundation around it gives a little. Like it's testing? Yeah, it sounds like... It looks like it's testing the cage. Yeah. As you're getting ready to leave and stuff like that. It's going to take time to get them all prepped and ready to go. Mm -hmm. If we burst out and make a run for it, I think that might be our best bet. Smashing sound. 
a large coffin smashes through the window frame into the middle of where you guys are, and it breaks open. An ancient moldering body pops out? No, a woman pops out in funeral uh, garb, so she looks pale and has bat ears. She is, like, tumbling with the, the crash. What are the chances she's here to help? It's probably easy enough to tell what a vampire looks like from all the stories. It's a vampire! It was in a coffin! Yeah, Asher's immediately going for the front door and, like, trying to rip it off its hinges to get out. That's fair. At the windowsill, you can see, like, like tendrils that were, like, on the inside of where you guys are, just kind of staking their way back in, because it had to put a lot of effort to smashing that through. Oh, so that's out there. <laughs> yeah. Roddy is just, is, is, he has a very, he has another old. Well, it can't old, go in. Old wise but it person. Can, it can send things in. An old wise proverb. And that's, if a vampire suddenly appears in front of you, hit it with a big axe. Yeah. Oh, wait, is she stunned right now? Like, uh, she... No, she's smoking a bit and running for uh, one of the open windows. Oh, she can't go, come in oh, without being invited. invited yeah. Yeah, she was not, <coughs> she did not give consent to this, uh... <laughs> Action. She's getting the fuck out then. You know. Like she makes the vampire hissing sound and you'll probably never see her again. And she just crawls front of the windows, like as she starts smoldering. Okay. So <laughs> she runs to the windows that have garlic on them. Yeah, she's <laughs> this was a different thing happening. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's part of a different module. <laughs> Seeing the tentacles out there, I should just backs away from that fucking door now. So are uh, yeah. we still going out to Assume that she gets out and make sure that she gets out. Yeah, she like jumps out and then there's like a bat flying away. Okay. It threw a vampire at us. That? I mean, I think the church works. But it didn't know that that wouldn't work. Like it threw a vampire at us. I mean, it's a large animal. It's not that smart. It's smart enough to it know. pretty smart. It threw a vampire at us. It's smart to know what a bride of Satan's grave looks like. It's a tool using animal. It understands the divinity of Christ and how to apply it against its enemies. I mean, crows use, you know, tools. Crows use tools. Do crows understand the divinity of Christ? I don't know. They look at it unbaptized to me, so... So this clearly isn't a sea monster, because sea monster seems to imply that a stupid beast that just picks up things. This seems like it's an actual demon. Have you been to sea? Yeah, have you seen, well also, have you seen how smart an octopus is? I assume it was a demon possessing a sea monster. That was I mean, like even in the aquariums, have some octopuses that learn the patterns of people walking by, so they can sneak oh, yeah. into all their yeah. aquariums. They're Little. hyper smart, and yeah. they eat everything. I, that's actually why I don't eat. Yeah. I don't eat squid or octopi or anything like that. That's they're people. They're, they're <laughs> really I almost got to eat close, too close to set. Oh, nice. And that was in the Arctic, almost. Yeah, there's no nice for almost, it's just a... Lame story I tell. <laughs> okay, so if it's demon possessed, we should start trying to treat it like a demon then. Let's. <coughs> it's tool using in that it used that vampire coffin to inject a vampire into the situation. But it also threw a vampire as opposed to coming in itself. Yeah. That's not for lack of trying, though. It's trying to open the doors. Is it? Or that could just be to get the bear in and the wolves. Yes, yeah, again, it, it made the bear come in through the wolves at us. So the church is working. Who here is, I don't know, monster hunter smart? A cult? Go for it. 
get at least a success. I'm assuming superstition will help. Probably, yeah. Uh, yep. Oh. No, only three. The first thing it did was put out your campfire. Yeah. Uh, also, fire. It, it Not the big fan. Clearly. Yeah. I'm not eager to light the place. It may not be big fire. on... Uh, it may not be big on light at all. So... attacks during the day. What if... It came from that lake we were at. It lived there and then it connected to something. I mean, the last church we were at had no water near it. I mean, how is it following us? And the possessed house had claw marks inside of it. And there was a big animal in the forest following you. Yeah. Maybe it's amphibian. It can just leave the water. It needs to come back for breathing. Maybe it can take whatever shape it chooses. I mean, yeah, I suppose it's kind of flexible in that regard. Alright, so knowing that, that it hates fire and is afraid of the sanctity of a church, <coughs> but it can still throw things in here. I guess we have to make a big enough fire that it can it won't approach at all. Or more enough light. Well, without setting the entire place on fire. Yeah, let's that would be the cabin in the woods. We set up everything on fire, that will help. I mean, the forest fire will clear it right out. But I think you're on to something. If we set up a big enough fire that we get light going out the windows, we stay deep within the church, maybe arm ourselves with torches. <coughs> the next we just time, need to last till morning. The next time this thing comes around, we could shine the lanterns. Yeah. Try that. Uh, light the sensors and all that. You guys create a bunch of light? Yeah. That's probably a good idea. Alright, so you display, we're going to assume that the in, the first floor of the church is illuminated. Yeah. Is there any incense or anything like that? Oh yeah, sure. Plenty. Stock rooms. Start lighting basement. that up. Yeah. Just start lighting all that up. As you go to the basement to get incense and candles, because there's shit tons of candles. <coughs> Have you seen medieval movies? There's candles everywhere. It's a fire hazard. Um, Indiana Jones, too. Like, when they're in the Temple of Doom, candles yeah. all over. Um... You're in the basement, and you hear scratching and digging sounds. Below. From where, specifically? Just it's coming from the wall. Scratching and digging. Is it the same as what we heard when we're trying to get in other places? Uh, it sounds similar to the grave digging you heard earlier. Grave digging? Like it's digging its way in. Okay. You have to collapse the place? Yeah. I would wipe this out real quick. Or it gets in through the basement. Because that's where you are. You're in the basement, it's coming in through the wall. Set a big fire down here as well, so if it gets through, it can, uh, it'll be hurt. I'm less concerned about a bonfire in the basement than the main floor. Yeah, true enough. It should be all stones and quartz and whatnot. Yep. Yeah, I guess we'll set a big fire down here as well. So hopefully that helps. Alright. Uh, yeah, after maybe, as you guys are setting the fire, maybe half hour later, 2 a.m., uh, the wall starts to give a bit where the, the stone and the earth meet, and you see something kind of slinking its way in, like just the tip of something uh, rubbery and with like teeth on the edge of it, and there's also like a layer of fur on it, and then like when the light's there, it just slinks back and leaves. Uh, I guess we basically just gotta keep this up all night, just... Yep. Applying fire where we need to. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna keep trying to get to you guys. 
Well, I'm going to come to South. I'm very glad. Rod is very glad on that first night his action was to go and get the lantern. Mm. So, yeah. In fact, I'm going to call that protecting the group. Yes. Yes. Well, I guess I'll take mine for figuring out something. No, wait, we don't know if this is the demon or not. So. No, it's the demon. Oh, okay. Yeah, you figured it out. It's the demon. Well, it's not the demon, but it's close enough for your, your guys. Enough you guys don't from know what our understanding is. So it's fine. But I'm going to take a point for figuring out yeah. if it's the demon. Uh, so from 2.30 to 3, uh, every once in a while, through one of the windows, a dead animal uh, body's going to be thrown through. Okay. Like a bird or bat body. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what are you guys going to do to that? Uh, sweep it towards the corner and bet pennies on whether the next one's going to be a bird or a bat. Yeah, probably not throwing it back outside because it'll just it'll just throw it right back at us. I mean, your birth has to light nicely, though. Yeah. I wouldn't eat anything. Mm. Definitely not. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, set it on fire. Still. Alright. Three to four nothing, but around with four kind of hits. Um, you hear scratching and movement and uh, like, a, like a low chirping squealing sound. That's coming from outside. Horse. Like it's trying to chase more birds and bats our way, or? It's chasing something our way. What do you guys check? Chirping squealing coming from outside. Windows, roof, front door. Nothing on the front door, nothing on the windows, nothing on the roof. Um, Chimney? No. Could be something that's digging, like some rodents. In the basement? That hole in the basement's bigger, and there's hundreds of rats that are just spilling out into into the fire, running around on fire. Setting fires. And it's filled <laughs> with flammable things. Yeah, it is. I don't want to put that Candles fire. and shit. Well, we only need to survive, what, one, two more hours? Until until dawn, yeah. Yeah, I went and collected a few hundred rats. And just put them in one direction and scared them out of here. Hmm. If this place is going to go on fire, maybe we do need to ride. We've only got to do it for one, two hours. And once the smoke starts coming in through here, those horses are going with us or without us. That is true. Shit. Sun rises at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m.? It's 4 now. You've probably got 6 a.m., two hours till, uh, till dawn breaks. Okay. Probably no way to smother that fire without letting it get into the basement, basically. Um, or, hey, there's only one of it. I could ride to see if it chases. No, 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 my friend. Uh, Roddy, though, will grab like a, a spare cloak or something. Mm-hmm. And just. Try to seal that. Well, he covers it with like water, and so that he basically puts it over top and closes the thing over top so the smoke is going to be limited. Yeah, it creates a seal. Mm-hmm. The last two hours. If, if it starts to become bad in here, we will leave quickly, but uh, until then. Only if we have no other choice. We'll get some impromptu torches so that if we do get out of here, it'll be like with a torch. Yeah. Horses are still saddled and ready. Okay. I'm trying to think of how it's going to get to you guys. You hear a noise in the chimney, and then it stops. Like there's a banging sound. And like the, the flu's being forced, and then it stops. I guess check what it's 
not ganked up with, with something. No, no, you guys, you guys forced it shut when you got here, like in the last place, so we can't get through the flu. How's is there any fuel in the chimney? Any fuel? Like is the is, is the, the fire in the fireplace? Um, like you guys set a fire in there. Yeah, yeah, because we have a fire in there. We good. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna just dump blood. It's the first thing I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna open that flume and a bunch of old blood's gonna pour on through. Gross. You also hear like clicking on the roof when that's happening. Does it seem like it's trying to go anywhere else though, or is it just kind of wandering now? I'm thinking. I'm figuring out how to get to you guys. As time passes. Is the giant squid going around and says, hug this place and keep it on itself? We have enough windows that if it tries to do that, we can just apply fire to any of them if they come in contact with the windows. Alright. Okay. Uh, you hear sloshing and breaking sounds inside. From where? There was like a gravekeeper shed. It's in the direction of that. You hear breaking sounds. Nothing good. Shine, shine the lantern. You don't have. You don't have line of sight on it unless you leave. Okay. We have to get tools to chisel away at the old mortar here. What's kept in a gravekeeper's shed? A utility shed. Yeah. You mean, well, it depends on the ground here. There's just a shovel. Could be picks if it's really bad ground. Things that it would need, that it could use, that it doesn't have on itself, though. It has those weird scythe. Carbonic fluids, possible. That'd be more mortician. You hear the sound of uh, of something breaking in front of the door. Like a bottle? Like a barrel. (laughs) And then there's liquid seeping under the door. Oh, you son of a bitch. Embalming fluid? Soil. Oil. Okay, uh, quickly, Radu grabs the, his cloak from back okay. there, it's water, and throws it down. So, like, it's not going to stop it, but it's going to, it should limit the thing from, yeah. There's splashing sounds outside. And then clicking, and then, uh, and then a glass-breaking sound. <laughs> little bullseye lantern when it was closed. Might <laughs> the time to go. Yeah, the front door is on fire. It catches. It painted the door in oil. Hmm. Well, it keep itself down. out. <laughs> Do we have any other yeah, exits? It was, it was like up on the roof and it just kind of dropped it over. Flick. <laughs> yeah. Does it have? Do we have any other way out of here? Windows. There are the, there are the windows you crawl through. What about the, the back? What about the um, back walls? Um, well, some of the back walls on the collapsed side are weak, so you could probably, you know, if you really put some effort into it, you could probably tear them down. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we're not getting any here on the horses and the windows, and the front door is kind of. Uh... You're clicking on the roof, like. You can't climb up. There's another way to climb up the roof. I think. You can go to the second floor and go through the attic. Let's push the wall down, right? I mean, so. Yeah. Okay. We have workhorses here. If we tie a rope like around the window, maybe just pull it in, so it creates a bigger opening, and then right through that. 
Yeah. Well, if you were together, you could do that. Hide the horses. Yeah. Then we'll open the door somehow. Yeah, just the moment they pull down the wall, we just cut the ropes and run for it. Alright. The collapse happens, you guys run out. Let's, uh, change up the soundtrack. Not so much. The four of you are on horseback. As you're running away from the church with the last hour before sunlight happens, you see it. It's the size of one of your horses. It's a panther, and it has large furred tentacles coming off of its back, and it's hitting at you at full brunt. It has multiple eyes in the front of its head. They're all glowing purple and tracing. Yeah, it's a displacer beast. A Kavalite shadow cat. Actually, he's going to have ripped one of the burning sensors off the wall before we left, and he's just waving well, that. I made sure everyone had, had, tor- had gathered torches. Yeah. You know, scented with... Uh, <laughs> I know, right? A blight cat. <laughs> it's going to start chasing you guys. Um, you need to get a lead on it that it can't keep up with. It's not as fast as a full-grown draft horse. Thank you, uh, no, this is your domain now. What are you guys going to do to slow it down to get that lead? Sesame Seeds. Asher doesn't know what this thing is, but we encountered a vampire before. Throw a butt penny in his face. And... So, he just spills open some of the rations that had, like, rice in it and spills it across the road as we run. Does not slow it down. Well, I don't know. Alright, how, He's how good are you at throwing? Use those blood banging things! <laughs> with throwing? Yeah. He's throwing. Athletics. Is it? Yeah. I am pretty fucking good at throwing them. Okay. I hand him one of the god statues. And be like, here, this might work better than seeds. One of the what statues? The god statues. The statues of Ezra. I thought those were huge. No, they're not huge. Oh. They're just like, like smaller than a person. Oh, okay. I, I told you these aren't Ezra statues, right? They're not holy. It's just a man. Just because they're not Ezra doesn't mean they're not holy. Okay. Check the elves. Check the heathens. Alright, well you did the seed, so we'll get to you in a moment. Mm -hmm. And you're you and you recording the statue thing. Yeah. Alright, so you can do your action, I'll be your action. Okay. So get prepped for that. What are you doing? Uh I guess I'll pointlessly throw my spare knife at the thing. Go for it. This is gonna be feeble. Okay. Uh, you throw it at the cat, and you seem to miss it. Okay. Yeah. Peter! I'm going to shoot it. With your gun? <laughs> With my magical gun, baptizing some blood of some weird creatures from the underworld. You're going to have to shotgun your unholy gun against it. Because the shotgun does a comb. Alright, because this makes it's a It's a blight cat. It's not quite there. Right. It's actually a chase monster because objects in the mirror are larger than they appear because it's always a little bit <laughs> in front of you. 
Warning. Objects in the mirror are simultaneously closer and further than they may appear. Yeah. Three successes, so that means seven damage. Nope. Okay. Yeah, you fire at it, and you can't tell if you've hit it or not. Because it's too dark, and you're shooting, and it's not like there's going to be a big explosion on it. Shredding his cat. It could, like, you know, wobble around. It is. It's, like, moving fast, but it seems to, like, flicker when it moves and stuff. Like, there's, it's hard to keep an eye on it. It hurts to look at. It's Lovecraftian. Okay. It's a hound of tinderbos. Uh, okay. Those tentacles are being dragged behind it because it's being a little more streamlined. When it lifts them up, there are things holding onto its fur. You can see tiny little bandit masked things with stingers. And uh, it curls in to grab one each from under it and hurls them at you guys and your horse. Throwing raccoons at us. Those are our friends. Yeah, it is. Throwing at them, do we have the test against throwing or no? No, it just has to get them onto the horses. Uh, is there is there only one of these things? Yeah, it's just okay. one. Horses immediately break their legs. Oh, it's gonna be bad. One, two, three successes. Sevens? No? no. Sevens or no? Eight, nine, ten. Okay, three successes on each. Okay. Uh, two of the little raccoons land on the horses and kind of unfurl with their stingers and are just crawling on the back of their hind legs, like on, and onto like under them, getting ready to uh, sting the shit out of them. Like that. <laughs> let me uh, let me pause. And we're back. Whoever has the foghorn stopped. All right. So I think that was all our actions. We're back at the top of the round. Get through. Uh, yeah. Through the statue. You threw the statue. Right. What, did you roll for that? I, I didn't. That, that was supposed to have a next turn. No, this, this is his turn, because oh. he's giving up his action for you to do it. Oh, okay. Throw the statue. Right, so that's athletics plus dexterity? Dex. Yep. yep. Minus his defense. Minus his defense? What's its defense? Uh, it is in a full tilt, so it has defense zero right now. Okay. I'm going to use willpower. Three more die. There's not enough light here for you guys to hurt it, so it's not uh, trying to defend itself. Alright, so Asher is going to take that statue head, fling it up in the air, and use a sensor to just smack it with more accuracy. Overhand? Yeah. Nine, eight, a success. Alright, yeah, that nails into where it is, and it kind of stumbles a bit, and like you gain some ground on it. Okay, good enough. That's all we need. No, it isn't. Not Top of the round, what are all your ideas, the four of you? Bayonet, the raccoon off. Yeah, I think we're moving the... Uh, you two are on the hooligans? We're on, we're on the hooligans, yeah. And Tyler? I'm going to coax the horses into a full-on sprint. Yeah. They're the horses. Intense is flammable, right? Well, many things are flammable. Yes. I mean, this is barely flammable. Anything's flammable. You've got gunpowder, right? I've got gunpowder and I'm not shooting. Okay, he's going to reach into your uh, satchel, grab a handful of that, grab a handful of uh, incense, fling it out behind us, and then light it. To create, like, a puff of fire and smoke. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, I'll be ranged again, like, thrown. Alright, so do your horse coaxing. 
And you guys roll melee against these hooligans. I'm spending willpower. I'm gonna use. I'm using the back end of my axe. Perfect to be a. After this, they're gonna go. They're gonna start stinging the shit out of these horses. Oh, nice. Still success. Yeah. I also got a success. I'm only an exceptional success. Nice. Only a regular. So exceptional success. Yeah. All right. You get into the back of the hooligan and dislodge it. No problem. Cool. It makes this like hissing, talky sound, like it's saying something as it goes off in the distance. You get normal success. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. You're able to stab it, and I'm gonna say you're gonna give it massive penalties before it makes an attempt to try and stab the horse. But and if it fails, like you'll just use, get rid of it. Yeah, and I'm, I'd like to use the, uh, uh, the willpower to give it a penalty. What, how does that work? Um, leave it. You, you spend the willpower. Hang on. It's a Is that for your martial arts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it then. And what did you get your dress? Success? Success. Any any damage it takes is a penalty on its next roll. Perfect. What's the damage of your back of your axe? Just legitimate, probably same as bashing, I guess, so five bashing. Sure, so that's a minus five to its next attack, yep. next roll. Yeah, yep. Perfect. All right. Uh, you guys are going to get some distance. I'm going to start putting this all together. So, uh, Hooligan one is going to try and stab this horse and kill him. Oh, uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Um, oh, no, wait. You only had a chance to die. Your penalty. We yep. just talked about this. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I forgot. As soon as you said. <laughs> also, I suppose this is important. Who's riding on what horse? Like, I guess me and Vinny are sharing a you're horse. You're on the same yeah, horse, obviously. No, that was going to be the thing. If you got a bad horse died, you guys would have to scrabble on to the next one. And four of us on four planet. on a horse. Well, if that happens, riding us back on planet. Yeah, you throw that sensor and it detonates into a cloud of like incense and stuff and uh, creates a flashbang basically. And the shadow cat just kind of disorients itself and stops and just lets you guys leave. Holy shit. Nice. It like howls, like makes like a cat roar howl into the air, and there's like a vortex of black that comes out of its mouth. We don't slow down. Has a breath weapon. So, I think that's an integrity check. Yeah, you saw an actual real-life demon. We'll, uh, we'll get there. We'll get there, because we're coming to the end of the session. <laughs> we might just skip to you guys being to Kresik next session, depending on how, uh, how we want to do pacing. But, for now... You guys lose sight of the Shadow Cat, and just as dawn's breaking, you go down the Old Spalage Pass, and there's... Telltale signs of the vineyards and the main road to Valakai. The horse is hyperventilating from stress. It's probably having a small heart attack. That's fine. That's normal life. Because it's had a very stressful week. Yeah. I don't we'll take them to a stable. Do our best to tend to them. Asher <coughs> kind of hops off. His and he's like kind of ushering it while walking backwards. Like, shh, shh, shh you did good, you did good. So yeah. kind of looking at Jump those wounds on it. It didn't get, uh, didn't get stung. No, it got a bit though by bats. Oh yeah, he's kind of looking at those. Not necessarily a death sentence. Yeah, they might not have been rabid. The shadow cat looked. <laughs> Couldn't find them. 
I mean, it was just gambling. <coughs> so what was that? Like rolling. Yeah, you could roll. Do you have Edrickson's Guide to Demons, anyone? Or the Fiends? One of us is like a bookworm, so... Oh. Damn, only three. Um... That was definitely a fiend. Like, like, given corporeal form. It's transpossessed, probably, something here. Transpossession isn't the same as possession. Possession is when you take over someone's body. Transpossession is where you... Alter, uh, right? No, you hook into someone's soul and replace them in hell. Oh, so they're down in hell and you're yeah. up here. I mean, if you want to apply some of the theories to it, it may be a transpossessed, like, a really mean panther. Like, an evil, like, animal of the woods that was all twisted. It was just easy enough for it to replace itself without anything noticing. The natural order wouldn't have noticed if you had a pretty wicked or like man hungry panther. <laughs> That's why have a have high enthusiasm. Some yeah. sort of evil demon possessed animal. That didn't attack us like the last one did. Are we being attacked by multiple things here? I mean, welcome to Barovia. It's it's a force of hell. It will attack any. But it may be that we have earned the attention of these more than usual these creatures. We knew that the demon came from the horde, and it was just left separated and on its own. Oh god, you're right. If, they all, if they're all flocking towards us. But take heart. Such enemies mean we are doing good things. D- does it? I kind of look down at my blood-stained clothes. So I look back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. That was insensitive. Yeah, here. You didn't get a chance to clean off Bartholomew or whatever his name was as blood. No, I sure didn't. <clears throat> we shouldn't stay here long. If, if those things are following us, they'll target people around here. We really don't want that on my conscience. I agree. One night, let the beast rest, and then on our way. Alright. As you guys are kind of like getting ready to kind of settle down in the <coughs> and whatnot, uh, someone's approaching you guys. She kind of is waving. It's that Vistani woman from the forest. You know, the one that was hanging out with you guys for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She kind of waves and is starting to approach you as we'll sort of end on this session because the last session you guys set yourself up with a guide from the church. Yep. Oh. Who was going to meet you halfway. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So before we... Yeah, I, We'll end before you all touch base with her and stuff, but take heart. Help is here. This time he's on our side. That's good enough. And we have the smokes to pay her off. <laughs> but yeah, so, round the table, goals, and if we completed them or not. Um, let's see, Usher, the third murder is to my village. That's all the left. Nope. Can we I make think- progress with that by coming back? Yeah, you made progress by surviving the trip. You were being yeah. hunted. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that. Phineas, put the ghost rest. I threatened my village. That's long term, so also similar progress. You didn't see Bartholomew stay safe. No. No, that did not happen. <laughs> Jack, put the ghost to rest. Get to Valakai. I didn't get to Kresik. And Radu, stop the ghost. Get some money. You didn't lose no, anything. No, no, not we didn't really have. That was not the tone. <laughs> that was not really the tone. I thought about grabbing some preserves, but I don't think that would count. 
I'll, uh, I'll throw out whatever beats I usually throw out for this. I don't remember. <laughs> I guess I'll do our integrities. Well, we'll take care of that after we're done recording. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So, I think this is a great place to wrap up the conspiracy for the night. I was Devin. Mark. Tyler. Kevin. And Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. Mm-hmm.